is Daniel Burke, and welcome to Disasters and Dragons. But I want to have my players go ahead and introduce themselves, so we're going to go ahead and start with uh, the lovely and talented Bridget. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, my name is Bridget. Uh, as you said, I'm going to be playing Rosalind, a rogue human. I was so super excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Did yeah. uh, <laughs> I put you on the spot? Yeah, I can read through my Tinder profile that's, if you want that. I um, like long walks on a beach. That's. I mean, that's optional. And I'm do clearly want, single. Do you so. want to plug your Tinder profile when I mean, you have a? That's that's plugging, why. That's why plugging, I said it. Uh, Trey. Hey, what's up? I'm Trey. I'm playing. Dorn, a half-orc warlock, a celestial patron. Awesome. I'm here. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Adrian? My name is Adrian Miller. I am playing a barbarian, but not the barbarian you're used to, because she is a warforged. That's right. <laughs> okay, and like I said, my name is Dan. I am the DM, uh, amateur improv and stand-up comic, Sagittarius, a uh, bunch of other things. Uh, I will go ahead and uh, introduce you guys to the world with the primer. So, <clears throat> if history is written in blood, then war is the script in which it is written. Throughout its existence, Aleph has been plagued with conflict after conflict, battle after battle. From the eons-old grudge between the natural tribes and the Zotzal Empire, to the Cold War stalemate between the Republic and the Commonwealth, to the barely quelled rebellion between the rich and poor in Eisen. Every walking person from every avenue of life has in some way been touched by the never-ending hostilities that echo through the lands. The three of you find yourselves aboard the steamship, the Offspringer, sailing southbound to New Fortune Governorship, a wild and chaotic series of tropical islands with notoriously loose regulations and a bloody past all its own. You hope that this fresh start will be the catalyst that you need for your future. Give me a, just give me a, a brief overview of what you guys are doing on this boat. Uh, we can go ahead and start with Adrian because I put Bridget on the spot last time. I am helping people below deck pass the time by being a karaoke machine. Okay. Taking requests. Taking any requests. <laughs> Mostly uh, the crew is uh, distracted by because the group of them are playing a game that, and I can't overemphasize this, is artistically similar but legally distinct from Pogs. Like that is <laughs> like if I if I can drive home one thing, it's how legally distinct it is. Um, Very similar. Yeah, it's uh, it's called cogs because it's a, a pile of gold coins, and they throw their slammer cog at it, and whenever it flips over, you get those coins. So they're mostly uh, enamored with that. But if you'd like, you can go ahead and make a charisma check to see if you can convince them to. Uh, to pull their focus. That would be a d20 roll. Okay, okay. And you will uh, add your charisma. Plus one zero charisma. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it performance though? Um, are you are you performing to try and lure them in? Like, specify. Yeah, so like I'm playing a demo track. 
Uh, okay, yeah. With so the bouncing. Because I get it plus two. <laughs> okay, if it's gotcha. So it would be 16. <laughs> yes. uh, you get uh, one guy there by the name of Greasy Pete, um, who is prof- who, who lives up to his name. Um, he comes from a long line of men who just naturally look like old prospectors. Um, but uh, he he puts on what I can only describe as a powerful rendition of Sweet Caroline. So, um, also, you guys can describe what you look like if you'd like. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Adrian, you we didn't really top, top, touch on it, but a Warforge is essentially like a steampunk robot. Yes, I look like a brass, cog-filled steampunk dream. I, I, I look androgynous, uh, but uh, I find that having the female program voice and the female program affect just makes me more approachable. Okay. So <laughs> People are, children don't immediately scream in terror. Right. It just takes them a few minutes to look into the dead, dark hollows where my eyes should be. And seeing the Warhammer strapped to your back. And then they sometimes a little glow for a second. Yeah. And then they, get, then they scream. Yeah. Uh, Dorn, uh, why don't you describe to yourself, to us what you look like and Alrighty. tell us uh, what you're up to. Uh, up on the, uh, he'd be on the, uh, the, the main deck area mm-hmm. and everything, kind of just chilling. Uh, you see like this kind of like average built uh, half work. Uh, he has the standard, you know, uh, tusk coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of like a, a pale green, not, right. not like not like super like Hulk green, but like super pale green. He's not he's not he's very scrawny. So is he averagely built for a, a human, or is he averagely built for an orc, or is he scrawny for an orc? Scrawny for an orc. Okay. Uh, average built for a human. Right. Uh, so basically, it just means you don't look like you're on steroids. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not like Cinder Buff. He just looks like. Yeah, if you just saw the back of his head, you'd think, oh, that's just yeah. a very bigger human. I yeah, guess. He, he, you can actually see his neck. It's not just muscles. Uh, he doesn't have the Brock Lesnar <laughs> or like the full-on, like, I can't move my muscles on like hood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was saying he uh, has, like, kind of, like, dark purple eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, his armor, he's wearing, like, kind of leather, leather armor that looks like it has not seen much combat. It just looks very new. So is this, like, Goodwill armor that you bought secondhand, or is this, uh, like... It looks like it wasn't his originally, but it, like... Like, he's not used to it. He just seems like he's kind of, like, uncomfortable being in this armor. The sea is... choppy. You are not used to the sea, so go ahead and give me a constitution check. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see what that pairs up with... <laughs> Don't get it all over your new armor. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you you managed to keep it in. Um, okay. So you, but I, I will say it is a thing where you can feel it in the back of your throat. It's uh, like when you burp, like you, you feel go, it in the back oh, of your throat. You're like, nope, get back I down. Swallowed it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I just nope. brush my teeth. <laughs> yep. You just concentrate the evil. Yeah, he's kind of just sit, standing there on the uh, just kind of looking at the horizon. Oh, uh, is it? Is there any land? Um, or is it do I make perception checks? That's a good question. Seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my god. Like, it's hard to see anything with eyes shut from trying not to vomit. You know you're going towards uh, this small clutch of islands, and it's relatively to the south, and the temperature does reflect that, because at no point has it not been swamp-ass hot. So you're just you're, you're you're hot and you're seasick and you're irpy and you're just not having a great time. Yeah. Uh, Bridget, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your character and what she looks like? 
Yeah, my character is a little bit taller. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, average build. Um, probably a probably she's she's kind of thin though. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not muscular at all. Malnourished thin, or like <clears throat> like athletic thin, or just um no, like I, I would say athletic thin. Like she can. She can probably do a bunch of cartwheels, but she's definitely not going to lift that crate you ask her to lift. Gotcha. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. She's not Um, helping you move out of your No, she's... No. No matter how how many pizzas you offer. (laughs) I beat you to it. Yeah. So this is a good good time to explain a homebrew mechanic. Um, I'm going to give Bridget a check. And my check is is, uh, when you get 10 of them through either rolling well... Um, killing a bad guy or doing something I think is cool. When you get 10 of them, you get inspiration, which means you can spend that and re-roll the dice. So uh, mark down one check. What is your character up to? Um, she's just asleep. Okay. Just... She's, she's sleeping it. She uh, does not want to socialize, so she's uh, she's just kind of in the corner. Gotcha. Saw logs. Go ahead and just give me a quick perception check real quick. All right. 22. All right, so give yourself another check because you rolled over 20. You hear what sounds like the the, the crashiest of old prospectors singing, I don't know, some techno song. Like he's just doing like an audio version of like, yeah, Sandstorm by Gerudo. Okay. So does this wake me up? Uh, yeah, it, it, it rests you from your slumber. Well, clearly I have to go down there and tell them to shut up. Okay. Um, so let's do it. Uh, let's uh, let's get up, go down there, and let's tell everybody to quiet down. All right, so as you walk down there, you do see there is a, a bunch of uh, humanoid individuals, primarily human, a couple dwarves, uh, many of them wearing overalls, working in this uh, really cramped uh, steam room, shoveling coal, etc. Uh, one of them, big, long, that crazy beard, is singing with a piece of equipment into uh, her chest, and you see this strange brass construct person who just has their mouth hinged open and just music playing. And you just hear in the background somewhere off the top. <laughs> <laughs> I've also thought a little bit more about how the words show up. It's mm-hmm. one of those flipboards, you know, like an old like train station. Where it's like, nice. <laughs> noises. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> Are they drinking? Is everybody like stone cold sober? Um, you. It's hard to smell like alcohol over all this coal, but the uh, the the greasy individual looks either uh, drunk or the victim of several head injuries. Are there any dwarves nearby that look uh, like they might be annoyed by the music too? Um, make an inside check. Okay. Well, I don't get a bonus, so eighteen. <laughs> um, you think that there's uh, one dude who has a blonde dwarf. Uh, physically in his mid-twenties, so by dwarf years, he's like maybe 150. Dwarf years are weird. But uh, hair full black, kind of dirty blonde. Uh, and he just kind of, he keeps doing the, the dad thing where he just kind of keeps face palming and rubbing his temples. But he doesn't say anything because he doesn't want to start a confrontation. Like it's, uh. it, he's being dwarfishly passively aggressive. <clears throat> and, an ancient dwarven tradition. <laughs> All right. Well, I... Is that a feed we can take later? Yes. Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. Yeah, exactly. 
masterwork passive aggressiveness. <laughs> I am gonna go up to this dwarf and I want to persuade him into making the person singing karaoke to stop by any means necessary. Alright, he's uh he's he's shoving a bolt and he turns to me uh, can I help you? I'm you're sorry, this is Wait, why why is there a robot here too? Or um Hi. Yeah, yeah, this music. Obnoxious, isn't it? Y- y- yeah, it's it's not great. Um not my favorite. Yeah, and you're trying to work, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's my shift. I, you know, gotta pay off those student loans. Right? Yeah, I mean, somebody's gotta put a stop to it. I think it's gotta be you. Make a persuasion check. All right, so 15 plus uh, 22. Jesus Christ. You're trying to radicalize a post-college student. Yeah, give yourself a shot. He's like, no, you know what, you're right. That degree in communication is worth it. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna use what I've learned. Like shoveling coal. And I'm going to resolve this. Um, so as this happens, the, the you see this uh, blonde dwarfish individual come over to your greasy friend, and he's like, "Dude, can you stop? Like seriously, it's beginning to get uh, a little irritating." His friend just just looks at him and dead ass looks in the eye and just goes. And he just says it louder. Dale, the radicalized Warwish College student <laughs> with a communications degree, just shoves your grease, the greasy guy. And it just evolves into like this teenage style shoving match. The ox cord of your karaoke thing pops out of your chest. You, above uh, deck door, and you just start hearing like a ruckus. And um, go ahead and give me a perception check real quick. Alrighty. 16. The fight starts getting drowned out by the sound of rolling thunder in the skies, and a very thick sheet of rain starts coming down on you. It's it's very dense, and you have that wet orc smell, which isn't great. Shake your hair out, and look down, you see that there are a couple of shapes moving in the water toward the the side of the ship you're on. Toward the side of the ship. Is there like someone else on the deck with me, or is there like a, maybe like a captain, someone that's looking around? You see uh, at, near the bowsprit, the, the the front of the boat, uh, there is a silver dragonborn individual with a long scale scale beard. He has a tri-corner hat. Um, his uh, you know full on like epaulets and uh, captain's coat, chest pushed forward, hands on his hips foot on the bowsprit, just, you think he's been Captain Morganing for like a good 45 minutes. Uh, hey, hey, um, hey, uh, there's something on the side of the boat, we gotta do something, is that, is that normal? Oh, oh, hold on, let me, let me see that, oh, no, I don't think that, and as he says that, several large gray scaled shapes just all land on the uh, the deck of this boat and they just start running around. They're moving super fast, loping almost like a gorilla. As you can see crude spears and what looks like some sort of strange waxen body uh, paint on them running around and start attacking people. And you see the this dragon goes, 
Drogs! Quick! Raise the mizzen mast. Pour some more crow's nest fuel into the crow's nest. And then you're a klaxon in the background. This ting, 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 ting. All hands on deck. Somebody needs my help. While that's happening, I, uh, I'm pulling out the small weapon, the only weapon that I have is a hand axe. I'm just pulling that, pulling that out real quick and like... <laughs> it still has the price tag from the fantasy lows you got it from. It's like, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Is, is uh, Rosalind just hiding? Uh, no, she's she's uh, she's definitely going to be moving up there at a slow pace. Okay, cool. I make a beeline up there. Yep. <laughs> because somebody needs my help. Oh, uh, three came up. Or at least three I see. There are three you see. The others seem to be just zipping all over this boat. Uh, go ahead okay. and give me either a knowledge of nature or arcana check to figure out what these things are. Okay. Ooh, boy. No matter what <laughs> I do, it will be bad. Nature check three. Arcana check three. <clears throat> no, no. <laughs> I can, uh, three. I can do a nature check. Go ahead. Uh, natural 20 plus 4. <laughs> Give yourself a check. Yeah. I, I look around, I figure. You, like, you, you see frogs are degenerate lizard folk mm-hmm. that live typically underground uh, in cave systems. They're typically light sensitive. Mm-hmm. They smell very poorly, but it doesn't bother you because you have no sense of smell. For these guys, they have body paint that's just slapdash all over them. They're wearing little loincloths and tunics, if anything. Uh, and they are carrying very primitive stone weapons. The creature sort of hunches forward in a much more aggressive position and it just goes And we're gonna go ahead and roll initiative. So, uh, 20 to 15. 15 to 10. <laughs> okay. I have 13. Ten to five. Seven. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I got an eight. I'm just gonna read the instructions on how to use the hand axe. Yes. <laughs> Step one: apply to face. Okay. It still has like stickers on it, it stickers. and you're trying to like take off the barcode. It just, it just. <laughs> and it's one that, that he said that like will not come off. I need, I need to, I need to activate this online. <laughs> put in the activation code. It, it activates Ooh, the warranty. I don't want to use this before I make sure I put in for the warranty, guys. <laughs> so number one. Uh, rushes towards you because you're the biggest soft target, and uh, I need you, as it gets close, to go ahead and give me a Constitution saving throw. Yeah. Me? Yes. Just, right. just it, with while you're in its uh, general area of being. Twenty-one. This thing smells horrific. It's Indeed. not a standard of living smell. You think it's some sort of like defensive pheromone or something. Yeah. But it's this caustic, sticky, skunk-like smell. And you can feel, once again, you're already feeling herpy, but you managed to tap it down and seal yourself. So its stench did not work on you, but it is going to uh, attack you. Uh, That would be a 20 total. 20 total? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You take four points of slashing damage as this thing rushes forward and just just sinks its horrible fetid maw into your shoulder and scrapes. It's like the world's worst rug burn. Just just shitting up sheets of flesh. Not a fan, not a fan. Yeah, no, it rolls single digits for its two claw attacks, which you managed to just... Okay. Uh, This is probably... Is this the first time your character's been in combat? Other than, like, schoolyard scuffles? And stuff like that, in which he just 
essentially just dodged his way out of it. Yeah. So your adrenaline's pounding in your ears right yeah. now. This is a uniquely horrifying experience. Adrian, you're up. Well, I'm going to activate battle mode. AKA rage. <laughs> so, activating battle mode. <laughs> As you just, you're everything, just, just a bunch of plates start moving, you look more dangerous. Now I'm massive, and my edges. eyes glow red. Yeah. Holy shit. The... Other two trogs, I will say, because I forgot them. Number two doesn't notice you. Uh, number three, however, does notice you. Um, that is a 16 to hit. Uh, my AC is 16. Yes, so he does hit. He matches. So you take four points of slashing damage as he scrapes his claw across your chest and it just sparks up. I will say, however, since you do not have a sense of smell and you are immune to poison because you're a robot, his stench does not affect you. Okay, so... Activate battle mode. Yep. Okay, I take my war hammer and I swing with both hands. So I plus five, right? Yep. So it's a nine. You miss, unfortunately, as you... <laughs> I like to imagine your head stands still, but your torso just starts spinning around and you just... It goes wide, unfortunately, and just to duck under as this <sighs> massive mound of steel. Dorn, you see this. You you recognize this as a warforge. They have them up in the Republic, and they've gained sentience in the past 30 years. This is probably the first time you've seen one in action. It's oh, probably scary. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, okay. Brigitte, you are, uh, are you hearing some scuffling going on. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to go ahead and pull out my rapier while I'm moseying on over <laughs> to the ladder. Is um, there anybody immediately next to me? Uh, I would say that Dale is, yeah. I'm gonna grab him by the collar, uh-huh. and I'm gonna intimidate him to make his ass get up there before me. Uh, go ahead and make an intimidation check. So, 11 and 16. Dale doesn't deal well with with uh, peer pressure, so he's like, yeah, 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 come on Dale, you could do this! Uh, he didn't graduate from community college for nothing! And he just starts making his way up the ladder. You see him go up, and then you hear, all right, you, and then his head falls the, uh, down the uh, the ladder. Okay. Raggedly decapitated. So I I am very prepared. I'm gonna go up the ladder okay. with my with my sword <laughs> up, my rapier in front of me. I'm peeking and make a stealth check. Yeah. That was, that was the point of Dale. I wanted to. I wanted him to check it out. <laughs> that, that was the canary in the, up there. That was the canary in the coal mine. Oh, fuck. Eleven. <laughs> uh, so you think you're being really slick as you just start making your way up, but the song the greasy guy was doing earlier, just just start humming it to yourself, not realizing there is one very large, horrible-looking uh, lizard man. I would say number three that sees you. You also see the karaoke robot from before and the scrawniest looking half orc you've ever seen getting just mauled by one of these things. <laughs> Dorn, you are up. You scat him to death. <laughs> I guess. Was it a vicious mockery? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, yeah. is that the verbal components to one of your spells? <laughs> just scat music? <laughs> Uh, one, he's in he's in melee. Yes, right? profoundly. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think about that because can't Elders blast him because he is. Literally... You could at disadvantage because you're up so close. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I'll do an Elders blast because I think he's just like all of a sudden just like 
I don't know. I don't want to use this, but I know how to do this. Yeah. Uh, roll twice. Take the lowest. Okay. He misses. <laughs> is that a one? It was a two. All right. So the first trog is going to go ahead and try and attack you again. So <laughs> that is a miss. That's a hit, and that's that's two. That's seventeen plus four again. That's two hits. Let me check my armor class real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so you take eight points of slashing damage as uh, I am unconscious. Uh, so you're just like, ah, as you, you shoot forward energy from your hands, as you he, he ducks away, and just two claws raking across your face. And you just spin around, and the blood loss begins to set in, and you just hit the ground. Um, oh, no, but I am a half-orc, so, so I immediately hit the ground, and I get it back up. So you're like, no, no, You're uh, like... Uh. I already. Yeah, I get hit the ground. You, I'm like, oh, fuck. yeah, you're trying to warm us up. Never gonna keep you down. down. <laughs> All right, uh, number three is going to attack uh, you, yeah. Adrian. Mm-hmm. So that is a 17. So is that a hit? 19, and that is a nine. So you take uh, four point or eight points of uh, slashing damage reduced down to four by virtue of all of this. This thing is just basically maul- like panic mauling you because it doesn't see blood. It's so it doesn't know what's going on. Okay, is it my turn yet? Well, number two does see. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, Bridget's character. Uh-oh. And he is going to go ahead and make his way over yonder. He is gonna try and attack Bridget. So, uh, that is a 22. That's a total miss. <laughs> no, it's not gonna 15. A seven and a uh, 13. So that's not bad. You, you take four points of slashing damage as you get up and this thing just Ooh. charges for you and slashes you across the chest. Four points yep. of damage? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I am already almost dead. <laughs> Level one. <laughs> Adrian, you're up. <clears throat> okay, I take my war hammer. All right. And I'm still, still swinging. Yep, just still spinning like a top. Go ahead and roll for me. So that is 21. Yeah, uh, yeah, give yourself a check. You hit. First blood. Yes. Let's go ahead and roll damage. Yes. Oh, is it a one? Oh. Uh, it's a, yeah, that's a one plus seven, so eight. You whack into him and you just hear this horrible wet crunch sound as you cave in his chest and he stamps, like staggers back and he, uh, he coughs up some blood. Um, you definitely look like you hurt him really bad. Bridget, you're up. I am going to uh, stab number two. It's a nat one. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you go to pull back and stab, and ping! Like your hand hits the back of this robot, and yeah. it just goes numb for you. Like, ow! Fuck! Ow! Ow! The hell, man! So, could I also use my acrobatic skill? Because I'm still on the ladder. I have not made it off the ladder. Use my acrobatic skill and just pop down and not take a uh, moving out of- An attack of opportunity? Yeah. That's really clever. I'll say go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Okay. 13. (laughs) Maybe, Um, maybe. Let's see here. No, unfortunately, you do take an attack of opportunity. 
uh, but he only rolled a 12. So you <clears throat> miss, and then just duck down a few steps in the ladder as he goes wide with his swing. So you manage to not get tagged. Uh, Dorn, things are looking rough. <laughs> yep. I have a thing I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. Real quick. As a bonus action, I'm going to use one of my healing light. I'm going to expend one of my dice uh-huh. to give myself some uh, hit points back. Gotcha. So, so I gain uh, three hit points, and I'm at four. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Alrighty, And as an action, I will... Uh, the one still right, right in front of me? Just mm-hmm. one? Yep. Okay. I'm going to, uh, why don't you just use my hand axe, since okay. uh, that other thing didn't work. Five. So you're like, <laughs> you summon your orchestra, and you're like, ah! and the, the trog, without breaking eye contact, just moves to the side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as this happens, you hear, Abbas! and you see swinging in, Pirates of Penzance style, the, uh, the silver dragonborn from before. And he's going to cast Healing Word at you, Dorn. Alrighty. He looks at you and he goes, Dorn to be wild. Ugh, and I don't, uh, want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> he saw that the crew manifest and decided to, to go with that. But you heal six points. Six points. Oh. So you, you feel emboldened as your wounds begin to staunch and close. Uh, your armor has now been thoroughly broken in. Hey! Yes! <laughs> I'm at 10. All right. I'm 11. Uh, so now it's the bad guy's turn. If he sees you heal, he's going to attack three times. Ayo. So uh, that's 19. Hmm. That's 14. Hmm. And that's 20. Hmm. Let me see. All those hit? What's the word? Hit? Yeah. That's 12 points of damage. And I am uh, down again. <laughs> so you're like, thanks! Oh, <laughs> just really just sit the ground I'm like, okay. Like a sack of potatoes. I just need to get out of here. I just need right. to get out of this area. The uh, one attacking you, Bridget, is going to try and move into your space because you did duck down. Doing so, however, will provoke an attack of opportunity. And it, he can't climb upside down, so he's going to have... So he's, like, leaning over, He's right? basically trying to climb head first down this so, thing. So, like... So he's he's kind of like ducked over, right? Like, is are his feet like hanging over the side a yeah, little bit? Yeah, no, he's like you're on the ladder and he's on the ladder too, but he's flipped so upside can I, down. Can he's I like, see his feet? Uh, yeah, you can see him. Okay, well, can I stab his hand into the uh, into the wall to prevent him from? If you hit. Okay, I want to I want to do that because I need to slow this guy down and I don't have, I need to I need to be more clever than yeah than strong. <laughs> Uh, 14. That does hit. Uh, 6. Yeah, you manage to ping, just right in between the webbing on his hands, and you hit some sort of artery or something, and it starts bleeding this foul-smelling blood. So go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Okay. Because these things smell. 19, and where's my constitution? You're fine. Don't even okay. bother. It, the DC was 12. Uh, the smell of these creatures does not overpower you. Um, it is now hanging upside down. It has a stab wound in its hand, so it's going to have attacks at you at disadvantage. So, because it is its turn, but <laughs> that's a seven. So that's 11. I assume that doesn't hit. No. And then the second attack, uh, lowest was a 17, so it was a 21. So that's four oh. points of slashing damage onto you. You still up? 
I have one one hit yeah. point left. You just he, you look up and you're like, ha, huh, and it slashes you. It misses your face and your neck, but it scrapes across your collarbone. It's this horrible bloody gash that causes you to lose some uh, footing that you have. Uh, Adrian, it's your turn. I take my warhammer mm-hmm. and I hit the one I've already hit. <laughs> okay. Again. <laughs> Starting to sense a pattern here. <laughs> Ooh, uh, so that is a, uh... Is it a one? Uh, it's a two. Okay. Uh, plus... <laughs> this is the other one. Plus five? So seven. Seven. So you swing around, and then you try and golf swing it up, and you just, a lot, you just break a whole bunch of boards off the deck, and you hear this dragon go, ah, 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 But you, you miss the, 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 the truck. Um, Bridget, it's your turn. Okay. Um, what what position is the uh, is this lizard thing in? He is above you, and I would say that since he's at such a weird perilous angle, and you have him pinned, that if you hit with your rapier attack, you probably get sneak attack on him. You probably get that extra d6 worth of damage. We'll go ahead and attack with the with the rapier. We're kissing it for long. Glad we got the audio for that. <laughs> All right, uh, an eight plus uh, 14. That does hit, go ahead and roll damage. All right, 1d8. Plus an additional uh, six. Sne- oh yeah, okay. Four, six, seven, yeah, yeah, seven points of damage. Describe your kill. Oh, he, uh, I am, It's he's kind of hunched over mm-hmm. and the rapier is just gonna go like right under the jawbone mm-hmm. and just r- clean through the other side. Yep, just a very simple surgical. Yeah, straight There's a through. twitch, you twist and pull out and now I need you to make an acrobatics check because he's now probably going to fall down this ladder. <laughs> Fort, uh, 20. Yep. Uh, you see him losing uh, grip. You parkour style jump off the ladder and you place yourself hand style, Looney Tune style between the walls as he falls past you feel what has to be 300 pounds of scaled meat just just this horrible splat. You look down, get back on the ladder, pull the dagger you had out of the wall and sheath it. Yep. And yeah, give yourself a check. First kill of the campaign goes to Bridget. Um, <laughs> the one who took her time. Yeah, we go. Jorn. Maybe we just make this death save for earlier. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. 16. Yep, you made your first death saving throw, so you're starting to stabilize. Alright. Um, uh, the silver dragonborn goes. <sighs> um, <laughs> I like him already. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, oh, they're gonna take me home tonight. Oh, right side, the right fire light. Oh, you gotta let it all hang out. Half orgish boys, you make the rocket world go round. I see the light. I'm <laughs> <going> towards it. Please, please, please. <laughs> Just Terminator style sprinting, essentially. Uh, you heal. Uh, Eight points of uh, HP. You're Already. just like, nah, you've. <laughs> you I did. am uh, rolling on the ground. You just have, I just have blood going on in my mouth. Yeah, like, not in a good spot. Yeah, you. Uh, you didn't think you'd be tanking today. <laughs> I was like standing out, like, hey, <laughs> I'm the squishiest character. I just stand out here. Real quick. Let me stand in an open space. 
Surrounded by frontier, nothing could possibly go wrong. Yes. No one to help me. Yeah. Anywhere near me. Did you turn back? Remember, just stand here with a list of my worst fears on my uh, like staple out of my I'll chest. I'll say them out loud. <laughs> Spiders. <laughs> Open water. Commitments. <laughs> Commitment. Uh, so number one sees that this uh, this dragonborn is a problem, and mm. he's going to go ahead and move onto him. But that will give you Dorn an attack of opportunity. Would it be too close for me to use Sacred Flame? Um, what's the range on that? It's sixty feet. Whoa. And it's a dexterity saving throw. Oh, the dexterity saving throw. Then you don't have disadvantage on it. It just happened. What's the the dex save on that? Uh, the dex save is fourteen. Uh, no, more than 11, so Already. you grab your, your spell focus, uh, this broken piece of fabled creature, you close your eyes and you put your hand up and from the sky is this flame-like gout of radiant energy that slams into this creature. Two. <laughs> hey, two at level one Ooh, is not nothing. <laughs> and you slams down and it hits and then you see his scales start to pop off and you see horrible like you ever pick a scab and you just see like the the gross flesh underneath that's basically what you see Yum. but he does move over to uh the uh the captain uh that's a hit that's a hit that is a miss so the captain is taking uh eight points of damage and the captain's not looking great right now uh-oh um the captain's <laughs> your character standing up on this ship yeah like, oh oh only barred flesh um, <laughs> as the bard gets beaten up. Um, number three is going to once again go back to the old chestnut and try and attack you. Uh, that's a 12. I have 16. That's a natural one. So he stumbles <laughs> on that. So you take uh, eight points of slashing damage reduced down to four. It's not, you wouldn't call this martial arts. You'd call this an animal just trying to just attack wow. you. Yeah. Um, it is now your turn, however. I was going to call it drunk white girl arts. Yes. Oh my god, Susan. You don't know why that dragon's saying that. You don't know who Susan and is. And I just got my nails done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the trog and I've been remo- taking my vitamins. The trog removes its earrings. <laughs> and it chews. I'm doing Pilates. Hold anyway. my shoes. Hold my earrings. <laughs> Hold my purse. Uh, yeah, so I take my war hammer. <laughs> Third... Fourth, fifth time's the shot. <laughs> you did, did hit it once. Yeah. So 16. 16. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. So it's a d10 plus your strength plus your uh, your rage bonus. Five plus three plus two. So 10. Yeah, you drive this thing like a like a, a railroad spike into the ground and to the point where it's just scale and pulp. There's not really anything discernible left. It, and you're just covered in blood, and it's a bit horrifying. To other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, give yourself a check. <laughs> uh, to other people. Bridget, uh, what would you like to do? Well, I am not looking good. No, you're not. So, I can throw my daggers, right? Yeah, you can throw them up to 20 feet at regular or 40 feet disadvantage. Anything of notice around me? Like, maybe, do I see any ropes? Do I see, like, just, uh... Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. 18. Um, you do see that there is, up on deck, uh, there is a, uh, a small, uh, sort of 
turret cannon, but it's <clears throat> it's built so it doesn't fire. You can't turn it 360, so it's, it just aims outward. But there is a stack of cannonballs in a small crate near it. That... Um, I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna I'm gonna pat this robot on the side, <laughs> and uh, hey, robot. Yes, do you need assistance? I definitely Oh, need... I wouldn't be talking like that right now. Yes, you need assistance! <laughs> uh, yeah, do you see those cannon, that cannon right over there? You do, do. I see. yes. Yeah. Um, do you think you can, uh, do you think you can uh, twist yank it around? Yank it out? Yeah, yank it out. I need you to shoot it at that, uh, at that scaly thing. I can do that. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll loop around to that when that's your turn. Dorn, it is now your turn. Alrighty, I'm gonna look at the uh, Dragonborn dude and be like, "Hey, right back at you," <laughs> and uh, use healing light. Okay. And uh, gets four. Do you sing a song? No, I just wore finger guns. <laughs> Hey. Like, even he goes, what, no song? But you, you, finger guns, <laughs> and two guns. motes of light go and they, they heal him a bit. Very um, chill, very chill individual. Yes. And I will, um... The Fonzie healer. Hey. <laughs> I will... I'm gonna Eldritch Blast the, uh, the one guy in the back. Okay. <clears throat> 13... That hits. 8... Yeah, you let go with this as the fire begins to dull. And as it does, this gout of white kind of powdery energy smacks in back of him. And initially it's like a snowball, but then you can hear as the force energy starts to almost acidically like basically blow things off him. It's like if someone had a bunch of squibs on them. The dragonborn is going to look at this uh, horrible creature and he goes, uh, your father was an iguana and your mother was a handbag. And he casts uh, Vicious Mockery. <laughs> uh, the creature does not make it and he just goes, Rrr. and he now takes a d4 of psychic damage and he takes a d4 psychic damage and takes his claw and just runs it across his throat and just bleeds out and dies as he yeah no he he trash talked him to death oh that's gross <laughs> as this creature poof, falls a flash of lightning accentuated by a forceful clap of thunder mixes with the panicked shouts of the crew drawing your attention to the bow of the ship as you crane your necks to see what the screaming is about, the source of their dread becomes frightfully obvious. Hanging in midair is a strange electric gash, a tear in the very fabric of the world. But this sight, however awe-inspiring it is, is dwarfed by the horror that floats in front of it. Three men wide and two men tall, a scaled, fleshy orb floats in the air, wreathed and an innumerable amount of eye-topped tendrils. These abhorrent appendages flutter with the same grace as a maiden's long hair beneath the wave, giving off only the occasional paranoid twitch in a random direction. (laughs) In the center of this monstrous entity sits a single, massive, snake-like eye sitting sitting above a mouth that is packed with more jagged teeth than seems plausible or sensible. Putting your light boots. <laughs> Just as you think you've taken in the full insanity of this scene, two smaller orbs of eyes and teeth begin floating out from behind the large one, 
orbiting it like planets orbiting a profane star. As you see this, the main large floating eye creature. Was anyone like to make an Arcana check? Well, uh, Trey knows, but Dorn probably may not know. We'll see. We don't know. Uh, a natural Ooh. twenty plus two. Jesus Christ. I need to get a new dice, baby. <laughs> um, uh, threat priority uh, Omega goes off in your head. This is a creature that you've been uh, programmed to be afraid of. It is a beholder. It is a horrible, crazy bundle of iron beams and death. And uh, this is bad. This is like the only thing high would be a dragon on your list of things not to fight. The iris shuts in, and you hear as this powerful, forceful doubt of energy tears its way into the center of the boat, and which immediately begins sinking. Your visions go black. Time seems to stand still. Your breathing becomes labored and heavy. The sound of cawing tropical birds hits your ears. Sun is felt on your skin or carapace. <laughs> and you slowly sensors. Yeah. <laughs> you slowly come to consciousness on a white sandy beach. You are surrounded with the flotsam and jetsam and debris from the ship. You are all curped. It's the three of you. I imagine that uh, your character is like a lawn dart, just stuck in, like legs sticking out, just full rigid. Little um, known fact, I'm very top heavy. Yes. Um, the three of you are aboard a white sandy beach on a tropical island. In the distance, you see the burning remains of the boat. What would you like to do? I'm going to go and get that cannon that I was going to get earlier okay. to help my new friend. You stand back up and you turn around and you start walking towards the sinking ship. Yes. Okay. Can can I oh, yell oh, after hey, her? Well, <laughs> what's the thing doing? What's that? What's that thing doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, you stop. Stop. Where are you going? You needed my help. You need me to go get the the gun. Yeah, the, we don't need the gun anymore. That the gun's done. Uh, I can see the gun. It's still there. Check to look no, around. We don't need if it. I can. We're good. Okay. Just real quick. Thank um, you. Thank you. I don't need the gun. So you see this uh, very thin, brown-haired woman talking to this walking engine of death. Um, You are like, all right, I'm just going to compartmentalize and just handle that later. (laughs) And you take a sweep around. Uh, What's your rule for perception? Uh, 14. 14. Um, You hear... You see there's just... It's this thick swath of tropical trees. and, And the distance... Up near the center of the island, you think you see some sort of edifice or some sort of structure, but um, you hear some movement in the trees deeper in. You aren't sure what it is, but you do hear something. Uh, guys, hey, hey. Hi. Do you need any help? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Um. <sighs> do you need any help? <laughs> I'm. So, yeah, he, I'm, I'm good. Kind of freaks out a little bit. Can. Tin Ken? Yeah. My name is L312217, but some people call me L or Lizzie because that's the numbers upside down. Okay, alright, thank you, Tin Can. What is it? What what's what's going on with you? Hey, 
Um, so I don't know where we are. Obviously, we all don't know where we are. Would you like to make a history check, actually? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can do that, I too. also will make a history check. Uh, I feel like... A 19? Yeah. Jesus Christ, the barbarian's just crushing. 19, mostly. Oh, okay, you make it as well. We will say the time. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can, too. Um, I'm, I, 19? 10. 19? Uh, you, you, you think you have seaweed in your pants. You're trying to fish it out. The two of you know this as Bilgewater Cove. We're in Bilgewater Cove. Uh, it has a long history of people attempting to settle it, but something almost always causes someone to abandon it for one reason or another. It's sort of this weird kind of ghost story, but like Just sort of like a local... Just wild, st- it's like wild... A, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's like a local stigma. Okay. Well... Um, good news, we're on an island. Bad yes. news, we're on the Village Water Cove. Many people have attempted to settle here, but it's never taken for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just threw my pencil because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I am essentially dorm right now. I was going to say, I am dorm right now. I was going to say, isn't Dex your dump stat? Actually, strength? Strength is my dump stat. Um, but Dorn, the sound you heard deeper, it sounds like, uh, conflict. Do you think people need our help, maybe? Do, do, are we Someone help? needs my help? I don't think I care very much. Well, maybe there's other people from the from from the ship. There have, have to be more do people. Do I hear the people? Help? Make perception check. Uh, as well. Uh, uh, I'll give you it with advantage because Dorn helped you. Because he pointed out there oh, was something. Okay. So roll twice. Uh, 16. Uh, yeah, you hear it. Some people need my help. And I just take yeah. off for the woods. Oh, <laughs> No attempt at stealth or anything. No. Um, I do not. I'm just going to follow the big thing. (laughs) (laughs) The group of you makes your way to... Oh, no, I don't think I left. I think I'm still just sitting there just like... Cool. I think I'm wringing my hair out at this point. (laughs) I'm, uh... Yeah, I'm I'm just sitting on the beach like they they left. Yeah, just emptying out the water out of your your boots. Yeah. Um, Just checking your kit. The two of you, you see a... Uh, water Ganassi individual, a person who's part human, part uh, elemental, born of the plane. He seems to be in some sort of conflict. He is has a headband on, and he has a long sort of teal hair, uh, and his hair looks almost like the um, what are they, the things on anglerfish, the angles? Mm-hmm. Like they have these strange sort of uh, bioluminescent uh, dots on the ends of them. Mm-hmm. He has a, a thin sort of a goat, like chin goatee that looks almost uh, fishtail-like. Um, his ears also resemble uh, uh, fins. Uh, his teeth are slightly ridged, almost like a shark. Um, he has gills down his neck. He's uh, wearing a sort of a pirate's blouse with a vest, uh, simple sash, pants and boots, and he has a, what appears to be a harpoon he's using as a spear. He's in a strange way, actually kind of attractive. Uh, that's sort of uh, undercut by the fact that he seems to be fighting what appears to be, uh, if, if you're into that sort of thing, I don't know what Dorn's into. Um, we'll find out. <laughs> he seems to be fighting what appeared, he seems to have just finished fighting what appeared to be two small undead things. Um, they have very weird proportions, but they don't look natural, almost like they've been shrunken. Like, you ever seen a shrunken head at, like, a voodoo shop? It looks yeah. like someone made a zombie of that. It's, like, this two-foot-tall, 
clawed creature, and he, with just expert precision, flips around the harpoon and stabs into it and then twists and jerks it out, letting it just make its final rest there. And behind him, crumpled, unconscious, is the strange silver dragonborn that you saw earlier. Um, a quick snap, and this creature holds up his uh, harpoon as a quick reaction. Whoa, 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 hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hello, do you need any help? Uh, yeah. Hi. I take it you guys are from the boat, too. Yeah, um... Hey, um, sorry about that. Uh, um, Gilbert Strider. Folks call me Gil. I was the first mate of the Offspringer. Um, yeah, that's, uh, Captain Silverbeard. Uh... Captain Silverbeard. Managed to pull him aboard, or pull him off the ship, but uh, we got attacked by those things, and he points to them. And as you look closer, these small corpses, their chests are open and there are bags in them. Like weird, uh, just um, like cloth, brown cloth bags, almost like canvas bags that are tied with twine, just stuck in their chest cavities. Can I roll Mm. an arcana check? You may. Oh, that's a 13? Well, you know these as topi? They um, are undead creatures. Uh, you've encountered a fair share of undead during the war between the Commonwealth and the Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Commonwealth used quite a bit of undead. Um, they would make these sometimes uh, when uh, doing stealth missions because they're smaller, or they would use them for subterfuge. Uh, these, however, look like they're human in origin, and the ones that were used uh, in the Commonwealth were typically those of the Ganassi slaves. Mm-hmm. Also, you know that these things, the, the sacks, are full of uh, weird magical snakes. Okay. So I turned to a new friend. Also, you know that these things, the, the sacks, are full of uh, weird magical snakes. That makes me want to open it. <laughs> you see, I detected you had a question about these. These are topi. They are Undead. These bags are full of magical snakes. You may wish to step back. Also, my name is L312217, but you can call me L or Lizzie. Hi. Hey, how's it going? He doesn't seem phased by you at all. You don't think he's, you're the first wolf uh, which he's seen? Is, the, is Silverbeard uh, still unconscious? He is profoundly unconscious. Okay, I'm going to... You're like, uh, I'm just going to go... Uh, just Actually, walk over. make a medicine check. Medicine? Oh, boy. Eight, probably. You're no doctor, but you think the huge broken oar in his chest is probably not healthy. Hmm. You do the full body scan starting from the feet, and you're like, what's wrong with Cole? Yeah, it's that. Ooh. Yeah. So does he normally have this, this chest? I'm just thinking you check the pulse. <laughs> like, like, During timing it, and then you're like, Oh, what's that? <laughs> uh, just, yeah. Does, uh, he, does, he, uh, does he look at least alive to what I know that? Barely. Barely. Uh, Gil goes, yeah, no, that's that's new. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, lung piercings are not a thing. Uh, if they are, it's news to me. Uh, I'm like, uh, uh, L, Lizzie, you. Yes? I need you to come over here. You wish me to be assistance? Uh, yes, but listen to my instructions very carefully. Take this ore out of his chest when I tell you to, and I'm going to put my hands on uh, Silverbeard. Okay. I put my hands And I'm prepared to cast uh, Cure Winds. All right, so uh, I want you to go ahead and make... Well, you, you will have uh, Doran roll Arcana, and we'll have uh, Lizzie roll a strength check. 
Make an arcana check? Yep. Okay. Uh, that was a 21. Give <laughs> yourself a check. 16. Uh, you both, man, you... One, two, three. And you, your, your arcane energy goes and manages to heal him. There's a... <laughs> as he just remains unconscious, but she managed to close the wound. I heal him uh, eight. Yeah, he's, of he's still out. out. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine so. He's recovering from negatives at this point. <laughs> there, are there any more of you guys? Uh, well, there's one uh, girl, hair, kind of sketchy at the... <laughs> A she girl with hair. That, yeah. yeah that there, I was, that just... there was one human. She has dark, long hair, and she's very quick on her feet. Thank you, Lizzie. Uh, yeah, we should probably stick together. Uh, can Lizzie, can you help me carry the captain? Definitely. All right, so you... <laughs> and just, just let, like he's a like a deep-dish peach. So just should we, should we so do what, something? Can I... Can While you guys are doing that, can I... Um... Can I roll like a percent? Like, is there any like rubbish around on any the beach? Any good shit to steal? Well, yeah, I cause yeah, yeah. Go ahead and make an uh, investigation check. <laughs> well, like, I know how rogues uh, work. Okay. Um, yeah. Perception. Stuff to steal. <laughs> Nine. Uh, sand. It's coarse. <laughs> it gets in everything. It's in everything. <laughs> you take a look around, and you notice that amongst this flotsam and jetsam, there's not an insubstantial amount of claw marks that you think are from the trucks. You think that they tore a good chunk of the boat around looking for stuff. So you think that maybe your second pick at this point. Okay, well, if maybe there's nothing to steal, is there like maybe like barrels or something with like rum or something that I could drink to just take the edge off? Uh, it's, it's like gross rum that's mixed with, like, seawater and sand. So I probably don't want to drink it. I mean, you follow your bliss. Hmm. <laughs> Live your best life. Yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably gonna look at it and decide not to drink it. Right. I'm gonna be disappointed that I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be happy I found I am happy I found it and immediately disappointed Just, I found oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, all in one, as it happens, you see uh, the half-orc companion, the creature that calls themselves Lizzie. Um, you see the familiar silver dragonborn uh, pirate dude. And you see a very handsome uh, water ganasi male uh, mm-hmm. that has the the full... He looks very, like, anime protagonist, if that makes any sense, like, in terms of his build. As soon as he like, said anglerfish hair, I was like, gotcha. Like, I, I imagine all of us look like normal, like, D&D <laughs> characters, then he looks like a JoJo. More like a guy in, like, bleach, in terms of build, like, that kind of weird scrawny oh, yeah. fish. Or, uh, or, uh, like, or free, that weird swimming anime that's, oh, yeah. that's super... It's like, he shirts. <laughs> Whose shirts fit you? I'm more interested in that. He has, yeah, no, his, he, it looks like he's allergic to the top two buttons of his shirt. Like, apparently, <laughs> if he buttons anything up past the third button, he will die. <laughs> guess he'll, guess he'll cut off the gills, I guess that's his reasoning. I, I can literally hear you. You are talking out loud. Uh, uh, uh. Is he okay? Is uh, Captain Silverbeard okay? Is he come consciously? Go home, my spleen. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, do you need 
holding in your spleen? Uh, I'm good. Uh, Very well. Uh, Gilbert Strider. Folks call me Gil. Yes, I know. It's, it's a thing. Okay. Great. Who are you guys? I mean, I, I know this one. I know the captain. Captain Silverbeard. You know what? I, I think I'm going to lie. I, I don't know these people, really. I haven't said my name yet, have That's, I? No, you have not. I think I'm going to lie. I'm going to tell them that my name is, um, Carolyn. All right, go ahead. Yeah, with a K. With a K. <laughs> go ahead and make a deception check. As she rolls Ooh, deception. it's not good. It's seven. You guys roll insight. I have a pretty good insight. <laughs> not now. Well, I rolled a seven, so. so you you detect a falsehood and you rolled twelve, you said? You also detect a falsehood and Gilbert's like Right. And uh you? Oh, Dorn. Dorn. That's it, just Dorn. Look, uh, I managed to pull a life raft up on the other side of the beach before I started looking for folks. Uh it needs some repair, but it's Better than nothing for a base. Do you guys want to come along? I mean, unless you have a better place to go. Yeah, I think we should stick together just in general, I think. All right. Um, as, a, as, as a, I say that, I look, start checking my pockets to make sure I have the, uh, my shard. Gotcha. Like, I forget, like, that. Oh, no, it's it's there. It's, it's, um, the group of you are walking down the beach, and you guys, sans adrenaline now, are very sore and tired. You need to dry out. Maybe some oil because there's I have some sand in my pistons. Yeah, that's. I mean, normally you don't say that in polite conversation. No, but that's how I'm feeling inside. Gotcha. <laughs> I need some time to unwind. Activate wink mode.exe. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was the most terrifying wink I've ever seen. I have to download here. a patch. Yeah. To heal. You guys eventually do make it to this small-looking, almost like skiff, that appears to be in fairly good shape, but you see that there is a clearing that Rafi's pulled it in. He's placed some palm leaves down, some fronds, and he's placed what looks like spare parts, because it looks like there's problems with the engine. Um, he helps you set the captain down, who at this point regains consciousness, and he goes, Shiver me timbers, okay. Oh, uh, thank you kindly. Thank you, Gilbert. I, uh, I was afraid. Clearly, I was speared by the mizzen mast. And then Google goes, that was, that was an oar, sir. That was what that was. Um, but yeah, thank you, guys. Um, uh, so yeah, what was that? Same, 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 Anyone, same. Did any of you owe money to Trogs or something? Like, was there a reason that they attacked us and then a big floaty eye sank the ship? Yeah. Did any of us owe money to trucks? <laughs> hmm. I no, say that, I, I kind of uh, like, like look over, just like, did any of us owe money to trucks? Yeah, I, uh, I don't appreciate that, actually. Well, and just... no, no, I didn't owe any money to trucks. Thank you okay. for that. But uh, now I have an eye on you. Okay, Bye. yeah, great. Cause I we'll... have an eye on both of you. He's <laughs> like a chameleon. Thank you, Tim <laughs> Uh, oh boy. <laughs> okay, so uh, us fighting is not going to help. So look, uh, first off, I think we should rest because I am not doing yeah. great. Yeah. What time would you say it is? It's it's right the now. ass crack of, of dawn at this point. Okay. I'm going to talk the tin can into taking first watch. Lizzie. Yes. Can you get wood for fire. For the same. Yeah. Right away, I take off into the woods. Make a survival check. Oh no. 
Uh, ten. You bring back <laughs> a disproportionately large amount of brush in driftwood. Oh, this is alive. <laughs> and I just drop it. Yeah, it's all alive. It's all still green. Like, <laughs> you think of, a lot of it's poison ivy. <laughs> so. Is there anything else you would like me to do? No, no, no. <laughs> I, think, I think we're good. Uh, as this is happening, um... Gil's looking through the engine, and then the captain's like, "Oh yes, we're we're, we're missing the the windshield wiper fluid. That's not a thick thing, sir." You get the different idea that like maybe the captain's technical prowess is not as great as his interpersonal skills, <laughs> but um, the they do manage to pull out some emergency food rations and pass them out. It's thick, chalky stuff. Uh, and then he just kind of looks at you, and then he goes and he just hands you, like, lantern oil? <laughs> I take it. Okay, cool. And I drink it. Gotcha. <laughs> so you now just Is have a... Is that substance for you? Thank you. <laughs> so you just now have a, a gut full of flammable <laughs> fuel. Someone write that down. A gut full of flammable fuel. I hope that comes into that play later. Later. All right, um... So, are you taking first watch? Hey, Tin Can, I think you should take first watch. Very well, I will take first watch. All right, go She's ahead and make, so a per- make, make a perception check. Uh, that is a minus one problem. Yep, so it's an eight. <laughs> yeah, it's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> you spend a good <laughs> You spend a good 45 to an hour and a half watching what you initially think is a very suspicious crab. <laughs> I take out my two hand axes and put it out in front of me. He does the crab, like, flex thing, but then just backs away. Who's taking second watch? My character is definitely still asleep, so I am going to try to persuade Dorn. I think you should definitely take second watch. You, uh, you're pretty great out there on the boat. No. Yeah, you, you look like you're, uh, you're up for it. I know it's a lot. <laughs> what are you talking about? That fire cone? What? That was amazing. <laughs> It'll make you be quiet. I'll take second watch. That sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> Just fall back to sleep. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you go into power down mode. Dorn, go ahead and roll perception. Perception two. <laughs> I am just not doing well today. Plus two, four. Alright. You don't think that there's much going on. Then you see the, a crab scuttle by and it's carrying something. It's like a piece of your oh my god, that's my shark. That's your shark. How did it get your shark? <laughs> and I <laughs> let's see what I can do to this crab. You guys are gonna wipe on the crab. <laughs> You're just gonna all die. I will <laughs> Cast minor illusion. Uh, it's going to be a uh, loud, like not like a huge loud noise, but something to scare the crab that's like right behind the crab and cast it right behind him, mm-hmm. and just be like, "Hi, you," and just like cast that. And <laughs> well, the, the the crab fell its inside check because it's a crab. Uh, go, <laughs> go ahead and make a dexterity check to grab your shard. <laughs> <laughs> I tripped. <laughs> I, got a, I got a four. Okay, so... Dorn is not doing well. <laughs> you fall a, a clear foot in front of uh, the shard. The crab realizes the jig, grabs the shard, and continues scuttling away. Okay. <clears throat> I want to just kill this crab. I mean, I want to straight up just kill this crab. <laughs> 
You can eat it afterwards, <laughs> right? Let me see what I got in my <laughs> crab legs. Let me see what I got here. <laughs> I'm going to. I am going to. Uh, strip kick it. <laughs> All right, make a strength check. <laughs> 11 plus it's 11 <laughs> just straight 11 yeah uh it actually you 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 connect and you do manage to kick it it drops the shard and scuttles away it looks at you and it does the kind of screw you hand motion gesture with its claws and then backs away that's weird <laughs> i pick up my, my shard just slowly go back and sit down with my forward perception staring space <laughs> all right so who's taking third watch I wake up. This one over here is like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. Mm-hmm. Third watch. Yeah, all right. That's that's fair enough. All right. Go ahead and give me a perception check, uh, Carolyn with an with a K. <laughs> Carolyn with a K. Wow, real good here. Eight. <laughs> uh, Carolyn, you're just kind of watching the horizon. And you're you're trying you're like picking your your nails with your knife. You look at the horizon, pick your nails. You're missing your knife. Crab has the knife. Oh, nice. The crab has the knife. He has one claw on the on the on the knife. He has another claw motioning towards your leftover rations. Um. Well, I I think I'm I'm gonna take out my other knife and and just try to stab it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I don't like this, uh, I don't make like it, this crap. Make an attack. <laughs> Alright. Uh, 13. That hits. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you bring your knife down upon this crab, and the crab's life flashes before its eyes. Uh, did it, it have a good life? It did. It had, it, it had a wife and children who are, are, are now widowed and orphaned as you bring this down in. Did we ever get a fire going? Yes. Can I cook the crab? You do so. Yes, yes. You, you enjoy some crab. Now we just Good met our, uh, the beginning of the big bad evil guy. Forty sessions from now, just gonna be a crab that's gonna be. How dare you? Just why? Crab with the machine gun. We're gonna be like. Tell this baby boy why. It's like, <laughs> it's like what? I don't get what happened. <laughs> It's like I cooked. You're like I cooked a crab like a long time ago. <laughs> Morning eventually does come. The temperature is much less humid. It's that same sort of air consistency after a heavy storm, where things are much lighter and uh, breezier. Gil and Silverbeard are up, and they both seem relatively well healed. And uh, the two of them out to you guys, and they go, "All right, so we've been thinking." Um, we could use some help. We have a, a list of parts, a cargo manifest, and a passenger list. I'm a member of the Council of Captains over at uh, New Fortune Governorship, and if any all help, I can see you're rewarded. You'll get uh, 25 gold each for every piece of cargo you find, and uh, 50 gold each per person saved, or if you can find at least their remains. 
one of us will go with you to confirm, but uh, we do need some extra parts, and whoever shipwrecked us, the Trogs were looking for something. They might be here, they might have things. So, uh, the real question is, do you want me to go with you, or do you want Gilbert here? I should take Silver, because uh, he heals. He heals. He, he protect. Mm. You just hear Gilbert go, oh, thank God. <laughs> what was that? Oh, nothing. Uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we really need all of this stuff? I feel like the only stuff we really need is the engine block, the propellers, and the gear. Uh, uh, Gilbert goes, we also need the coal. We actually do need that. And uh, we... uh, What, to make the ship go? It's a steam-powered skiff, yes. Uh, Uh, We can take the ore out of his his (laughs) chest. And we don't need the other stuff, technically, but the other stuff will get you gold. And also, the people may need my assistance. And it'll put you in good with the captain's I'm council. definitely glaring at, uh, at Lizzie when she said that. I have low wisdom, so I cannot detect your glare. <laughs> Disasters and Dragons Episode 1 was produced by Daniel Burke, recorded by Adrian Miller, and edited by Adrian Miller and Claire Schlack. Disasters and Dragons theme was written and performed by David Barry. Other music used was Heir to the Throne by Doug Maxwell, Eyes of Glory by Akash Gandhi, and A Stranger Thing by Bruno E. Thanks for listening! <laughs>